on air, online, on your smartphone, from the KM Media Group. This is KMFM. Welcome to the KMFM Daily News Podcast. I'm Nicola Everett. The focus of our podcast tonight is on reality stars, their sudden fame and the pressure it can have on them. On Saturday night, news broke that former Love Island star Mike Thelicitis had been found dead near to his home in Essex. He was 26. He shot to fame after appearing on the ITV2 programme in 2017. Why are you here? Why are you here? Same reason. We all live to have, have a laugh now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe somebody warm more. I think everyone wants a bit more, don't they? It's been a huge outpouring of grief and thousands of tributes posted on social media, including from fellow Love Island contestants. Chris Hughes tweeted, Every inch of my heart goes out to his family and friends. A good guy taken far, far too soon. While Amber Davis wrote, I am in utter shock. You were one of the most genuine guys. I just can't believe this. Johnny Mitchell was also on the show. He was so confident. I mean, he was one of the best looking guys out there. Uh, always dominated the room and he always seemed like he had it under control. I personally looked up to him. He was someone that I looked at and thought he's a guy who has it together. So for this to happen, of course, it's just uh, it's shocking. Lots of messages have also been coming in from the world of sport because Mike was a semi-professional footballer and he played for Margate FC, Ebbsfleet United and Welling during his career. Steve Brown signed him for Ebbsfleet and has been speaking to the KM Football Podcast. The first call I took was from Sessignon, Chris Sessignon, and he said, have you heard the news I said no and he told me and you're just shocked and, and stunned but it doesn't really sink in that's the thing you just you're on a train you've just done a game you're on the way home it doesn't sink in and then by the time I get home I've spoken to Daryl McMahon you know he's phoned me and Steve Watts phoned and Daryl so he spoke to to Michael Monday and said it was fine it was fine you don't know what actually is the final set off that leads them to, mm. to to commit suicide. So it's it's by the time you go, I mean, lots of thoughts are going. You know, I mean, football takes a back seat. You know, we're I'm here for football, but it takes a back seat and it becomes very much a deep thinking thought process about life, doesn't it? And I've got two kids, twenty two and nineteen, and my daughter's very hot and stuff like that. So she was on the phone straight away, and then it's trying to explain to your kids why you know people do sometimes do this and. You know, and you start panicking about, you know, your own. Mm. You know, your you, you, kids' thought processes and what and, and how they're going through and what they're thinking. Uh, my son is very much like me. You know, he's laid back. He takes it on his stride. But my daughter's in social care. That's what she's gone to university for. So it's very poignant for her. And yeah, that, and anybody that decides to take their own life, Steve, is is uh, is, is is very very tragic. Um, the circumstances in which this has come about I think there's probably a lot of stories that are going to come out over the next month, three months, six months that will make this even more tragic if I'm honest but yeah it it, it takes a while to sink in doesn't it, you know he was a smashing lad as well, I put a tweet out and I don't tweet very often, social media is not really a massive thing where I want to communicate with people if I want to communicate with people I pick up the phone um, but you have to, you know I felt I had to put a tweet out because he was such a smashing lad you know, and, 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 and a manager-player relationships, there's, all, there's always going to be ups and downs because you've got to leave people out. You've got, and they, 
you know whatever player you leave out they don't agree with you and that's fine you have to have those dynamics you have to make those tough decisions um so you know there were times when, when obviously michael and me were you know looking away from each other we didn't want to speak but ultimately when he was in your dressing room one if he was playing well he was unplayable as a, as a, as a striker if he was playing if he was on top of his form he was unplayable as a striker and two he had a, a dynamic with uh, alex osborne that just brought the dressing room down they were they were like a comedy duo honestly they were the funniest when they got going in the dressing room i have not i can't remember anybody being as funny as them two when they got going what was it telling stories jokes just joking with each other yeah i mean we say banter but it, yeah jokes with each other um things they'd done during the day because they they, they were quite mischievous and uh, uh you know they they just brought the dressing room down they were they were genuinely funny people and and michael did have a heart of gold well mike's death has led to bigger questions today about the impact sudden fame can have on reality stars and if they're getting the support they need he even told build london last year how fame changed things for him i'd say after love island all the stuff that's happened and all like the crazy parties and people coming to you on the street and that you do become a little bit more hostile so if i don't know you and i don't really like you i'm not going to pretend to be re- like really nice to you, do you know what I mean? I don't, that's just the way it's, it's, uh-huh. it's got to. Now, the health secretary, Matt Hancock, says TV shows have a duty of care to contestants and he's very worried about what mental health support is available. TV body language expert Judy James worked on Big Brother. They're expected to look wonderful all the time. They're expected to go out and get involved in the same kind of relationship problems they had on the show. So there's almost no escape. There's no going back to their real day jobs, really. Matt Terry grew up in Maidstone before finding fame on The X Factor. He won the show in 2016, but in a video posted on Twitter today, says he's struggled with his own mental health issues since then. I guess there is a pattern when it comes to reality TV and young men and young women. Um, It is quite hard to deal with the pressure and the expectation and the sudden opinion of... Um, the world um, on how you um, deal with things or your status or who you are as a person or or whatever it may be Um, but yeah I kind of just wanted to chat to you guys about myself um, when it comes to mental health it's something that I went through for quite a long time Um, as a 25 year old man um, I had to have my mum sometimes come and sleep um, with me so that I could get a few hours sleep to, to to get by but I feel like it was thanks to reaching out and relying on people that um, I knew would be there for me and could, could help that made a difference I for sure would not be um, in this position that I am right now and the state of mind that I'm in right now if it wasn't for everybody that helped me along the way um, so it's something that I'm proud to say that I feel like I've conquered. Um, so for everybody out there, if you are feeling low, just know that there is a way out. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and I, I say that through and from experience. Um, so please speak out, talk to, to anyone you can, whether it be your friends, family, a therapist, whoever you feel comfortable with. 
um, is really important. The second you open your mouth, you will feel a difference. Now, if you need advice on where to turn for help, just head to kentonline.co.uk. Click on our story about Mike, where we've got a link to the Release the Pressure campaign and also the number for Samaritans. Don't forget, for more news updates throughout the day, you can listen to KMFM on air, online, via Smart Speaker and the KMFM app.